When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, I think that we all thought at the beginning of this year that we'd really uh, made some headway uh, with the Me Too movement and the exposure of, no pun intended, uh, people like Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, Kevin Spacey, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you know what? It's still happening. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is off. Uh, he'll be back actually with us next week. Holly's here. We've got Lindsay at the controls. And, um, you know, when I say that we thought we made some headway, I think I, what I mean is that these people who were hiding in plain sight, mm-hmm. that we'd really caught the majority of them. But nope, wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. So this story was making headlines over the weekend. And uh, this happened. Jeffrey M. Epstein, excuse me, the billionaire financier has been charged with sex trafficking, alleging he abused dozens of underage girls as young as 14 years old. Now, Jeffrey Epstein was charged with one count of sex trafficking conspiracy, one count of sex trafficking with underage females. He pleaded not guilty, guilty according to the Associated Press. And this indictment comes 11 years after Jeffrey Epstein cut a deal with attorneys in Florida to avoid similar charges. So this is not a new story. This is a continuation of a thread, of an ongoing story. Of an almost two-decade-long story. Exactly. And you said that, like the Bill Cosby story, like the Charlie Rose story, like Kevin Spacey, all of these stories, Harvey Weinstein, that those narratives were hiding in plain sight, and that some people were speaking the truth about those stories, but they weren't being heard. And it wasn't until... Maybe the cultural conversation shifted a little bit that we started to pay attention because remember the Bill Cosby story kicked off with Hannibal Burris's stand-up routine, yes, talking about how inappropriate Bill Cosby was, and that the joke was is that that was an open secret, yeah, and which is which now in 2019 the fact that it was an open secret is not funny. That is not a joke. Right. Uh, But it was the joke that got the conversation started again that really started the ball rolling in a direction where something could actually be done about it and he could be held accountable for what had been alleged for many, many, many years in a similar in a similar fashion. That's what we're seeing here with Jeffrey Epstein is that this has been an open secret for about two decades, yeah, at least, and that there were considerable efforts being done to try to expose this, and that they were being shouted down 
for various reasons to try to protect a lot of different people. And you might say like, okay, why do I care about this guy? Because who is he anyway? Well, he is a billionaire financier, friend to powerful people, gives financial advice to those in positions of power. And he allegedly, you know, likes to throw parties on private islands for various captains of industry, Hollywood celebrities, heads of state, other people. So he is very well connected throughout the world. And how he got his money is questionable. And that's for another story because that's very deep and complicated. But you can kind of look up perhaps maybe where or where not he obtained all of his funds. But Colleen, you talked about how there have been efforts in the past, in the past couple of decades, to expose Jeffrey Epstein and his illegal behavior. Yeah, And this thread came to my attention yesterday on Twitter from an investigative journalist named Vicki Ward. And uh, she's written several books. And uh, she also used to write for Vanity Fair. And she did a profile on Jeffrey Epstein in Vanity Fair magazine all the way back in 2002. Now, what she talked about on Twitter yesterday, and she's talking about this in the Daily Beast today, is that she soon found out following Jeffrey Epstein, that he is not the person that he was saying that he was. And she said that she was going to talk with two young sisters, one of whom who was underage at the time, and they were going to go on the record saying that Jeffrey Epstein sexually assaulted them. This was going to be going on the record. She said that these women were afraid that Jeffrey Epstein would use his influence to discredit them. And, well, she goes on to say in the Daily Beast that that was right. Yeah. Because she said... That, uh, you know, the article was being ready for publication, being fact-checked, and all this other stuff. Jeffrey Epstein made a visit to the Vanity Fair editor-in-chief, Graydon Carter. And Vicki Ward claims after that visit, they killed that part of the story yeah. where these women were going to go on the record and talk about these sexual assault allegations. Now, this is a tale as old as time right yeah. here. Because you will recall how uh, people in power killed the Harvey Weinstein story. Right. And also remember earlier this year, speaking of another story with director Brian Singer. That's and right. that article allegedly was killed by Esquire magazine or GQ magazine. I'm sorry, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was eventually published at The Atlantic after about a year of speculation saying that there were journalists working on an expose about director Brian Singer saying that he sexually assaulted young boys on the set to some of his movies and that there were parties in Hollywood and that it was going to expose him as the predator that he allegedly is. Yeah. So this is, again, you know, it's a similar narrative in the sense that uh, somebody had had uncovered uh, something very newsworthy and people in power got their heads together and decided to squash it. Yeah, and that's what's being alleged here by Vicki Ward. Now, Graydon Carter, she says that Carter told her that Jeffrey was sensitive about the young women at the time in 2002. Now, Graydon Carter has made a statement saying that, yeah, that part of the story was killed, but not because we were trying to protect Jeffrey Epstein, but because Vicki Ward's journalism wasn't strong, so we felt that we couldn't publish that in good faith. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so he made that statement. I'm biting my tongue. Yep. 
you know, what's interesting about this is uh, that a lot of times I think people conflate this story with politics because of Jeffrey Epstein's ties to political figures. Right. But he has similar ties to people in Hollywood and, and more and more, you know, if you take the political ideology out of the picture, the you start to see how Hollywood and and uh, Washington, how politics and Hollywood are all kind of on the same level. Well, yeah, because there's this a is, very gray line between right. the two. Because this isn't about your personal political views or no. even the political views of those people who are involved in the story. What no. this is about, this is about power. These people have access to power and access to finances in a way that you and I, Colleen, Probably never will. Right. And and politics and Hollywood are the biggest power positions in our culture. And I would argue that probably tech is getting darn close. Yeah. And that is only a function of the fact that uh, the tech, the tech sort of our tech landscape has has changed dramatically. But think about in the how past decade. Tech and Hollywood are intertwined yeah. now. Let's talk about Netflix. Netflix. Uh, uh, a tech company, essentially, yep. in the world of entertainment, Amazon making Amazon Originals, exactly. vying for Hollywood awards and other things. I mean, all of this stuff. So you start to see how they're all in the same sandbox. Yes, and playing with the same sort of manipulation of 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 what we will know and how we will know it. Exactly. Exactly. Yikes. Now, and we bring this story to you because. It has been reported on, you know, and it it is a hiding in plain sight situation and that there has been serious reporting. Yeah. And one of the reasons why the story is getting a lot of traction is because of this uh, investigative piece, this three part piece that was published in the Miami Herald uh, to much applause. Lots of people coming out with accusations against Epstein and his sexual uh, assaulting young women. And this is and again, we've seen this play out before and we are going to continue to see how this how the fallout from this uh you know sort of plays out because we saw this exact same thing happen when a story was written about harvey weinstein yep then people started to feel empowered to come forward as they should and i think we're in a different position now in 2019 to listen to people's stories to hear you know hear them share their story but we also i i hope understand better why people were silent Yes. And that that has it has everything to do with that power dynamic. Right. And the imbalance of power. Those women in 2002 afraid that they would be dismissed because of these people's position and power. Well, now the conversation has shifted. We're in 2019 and people are feeling more emboldened to speak their truth. And we, I think, have an obligation to listen to what they have to say. And let that be read and let that be heard because there are people out there. There are people in positions of power who are actively denying these people's truths, dismissing it. So pay attention to the people who are dismissing these stories and saying that they shouldn't be listened to. Pay attention to where their position and power may lie that may lie in the greater world of politics. And how they may be connected to the source. That may be in Hollywood, that may be in royalty, that has nothing to do with the United States. So just pay attention attention it's worth it to pay attention that's for sure all right when we come back we're going to be paying attention to elizabeth reese she's bringing all the dirt straight from hollywood it's a dirt alert on my talk 107.1 
Elizabeth Reese is here, and she's very impressed by our large Boston Market sign. This is yes. very impressive. You know, Boston Market is the reason why I eat macaroni and cheese at oh, every it's Thanksgiving. It's really? because one year my parents abandoned us and went to the Cayman Islands for Thanksgiving. I think I was either, no, it was after college. I was a couple years after college. So I came home and my parents said, we're going to the Cayman Islands. You guys can just order food from Boston Market and have that for Thanksgiving. And we thought, womp womp. It was a disappointing Thanksgiving. That being said, one of the side dishes that we ordered was mac and cheese. And then I thought to myself, self, why isn't mac and cheese part of the Thanksgiving meal as the pilgrims intended? It should be. And henceforth... Thanksgiving has always Macaroni. included and mac and, now and cheese. It I like is a it. joyous holiday because of Boston Market. And See, so. I'm telling you, <laughs> oh, yeah. so we were kind of ragging a, on. Co- I was ragging on. You guys are rude. For, not for you know. Boston Everybody Market. has a Boston, Boston Market story. Market. Everybody does. There you go. <laughs> Um, Wendy Williams, her son, Kevin Hunter Jr.'s assault case was dismissed. This was the assault against his father, Kevin Sr. He pleaded not guilty to allegedly assaulting his dad and then appeared in court. And the prosecutor reviewed the case and ultimately decided not to pursue charges. Kevin Sr. attended the hearing and told the judge he agreed with the prosecutor's decision to not pursue charges. He did not want his son in legal problems. Why? Because he's the one who caused all of this ruckus by having Mm -hmm. an affair and then the his mistress had a baby. Yeah. And so his son wasn't happy about it. I mean, you still shouldn't hit your father. Yeah, but imagine That's not true. being happy about that. But I also feel like if the, uh, it's been alleged that his father had quite a temper. And if you were raised in that particular way, I'm not saying it's okay. Right. I'm saying you start to understand. Well, you can have some understanding and some context. Yeah. While mm-hmm. still saying it's not okay to yeah. resort to violence. But that being said, it's silly to look, black and white at everything you know mm-hmm. you got to kind of get the context a little bit um so i think wendy williams is probably relieved about that yeah that's yeah. A, a good thing yeah and it's, yeah and it's a good thing for their son this dad i mean this guy's so bad it's so good that wendy williams is out now I she's know. dating somebody who's like in his 50s allegedly uh, this was like the new news like the last couple days yeah, yeah i think she said on her show yesterday that she was Seeing somebody who may be a doctor in his 50s, who has already been married, has kids and has gone through some life stuff and that she likes him. She said she's not in love, but she is enjoying yeah, the company of this, this guy. Because this is her second boyfriend in like a month. Oh, my gosh. This is what we're doing now. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah. She has a fascinating way of going about things. She sure does. That is one way to say it. Yeah, it really is. Uh, <laughs> Cubitt Gooding Jr. was apparently putting out some causing a huge ruckus in the Hamptons in case you were wondering about that. I don't know what's going on with all of his weird press. He's in a bad spot right now. Not a good look because he allegedly sexually assaulted somebody at a nightclub in New York city last month. Groped a woman, but it was, but that was a really weird situation too, because when you saw the video of it, she was like practically sitting on his lap with his girlfriend next to him. It was a very strange. Tell you that. In our blind item sources from NT Lawyer and Crazy Days and Nights that there are not a lot of good things that this that he has to This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Say about, about Cuba Gooding Cuba Jr. Jr. and yeah. his behavior. Doesn't have a good reputation. No. Mariah Carey did an interview with Cosmopolitan magazine and says that she has not had many sexual partners, but there has been a variety pack. Gosh, I love her. Here's what she says. I love her because she's so disconnected from reality. My reality. Yeah. She said, I've only been with five people in my life, so I'm kind of a prude, honestly, compared to most others in the field. Um, In the field? In the field. Of sex? Or like... I guess like musicians. (laughs) Are musicians and artists known to be like especially promiscuous? Apparently. Perhaps. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But she says, went on to say... Um, she didn't specify who the others were or the exact people that she's been with, but we can probably judge a few of them. She was married to Tommy Mottola. Uh-huh. Talk yep. about a bad guy. That guy. Yeah. From 1993 to 1998. Then she married Nick Cannon in 2008. Ten years later. Yeah. Ten years to get married again. Yeah. She was with Luis Miguel. Oh, okay. And they dated for quite some time. He is a handsome man. Look at okay, that. Okay, so we're at three. Yeah. Three. And they have um, eight-year-old twins, Nick Cannon and Mariah. Um, and then she started dating James Packer in 2015. Okay, so that's four. There's a mystery fifth that were. Does she? She consider? started seeing her backup dancer Brian Tanaka. Oh yeah, five. Yeah. Okay, so, there, so there it is. All right. Okay, so she's lying. So yeah. there's that. So that's exciting. <laughs> because well, how old was she in 1993? Is she saying that she lost her virginity to Tommy Mottola, her husband? I mean, I guess that's possible. Well, that's she would have been in her early 20s. That would be what she's trying to say there. Like honestly, th- she's lying. <laughs> she's lying yeah. i'm sorry i it's fine it's a fine lie to tell i i don't care it but it's funny because it's so like exact yeah it's fine to say that hey i'm not the type of person who's really indulged in one night stands yeah. Or, yeah. or like frivolous that's not my encounters jam. that's yeah. not my jam I but get if that, you go with the that. five number we can count yeah so i have fingers i have digits <laughs> oh that is really funny megan markle taking some heat today slammed after again yeah because um fans tennis fans were ordered not to take pictures of her at wimbledon uh-huh yeah mm-hmm. oh the, she is my uh the palace insists uh, now mm-hmm. that the photo ban was to let her engage with people rather than camera phones whatever okay come i'm on. so tired oh, of that oh, please oh, stop well, saying that she has won a new royal title and we will bestow it upon her at 1 30 p.m today <laughs> yes. this is unfortunate Colleen and Bradley. Yes. you know i've been a real supporter of hers and kind of been like to the british press you need to lay off and just let her do her thing but this incident is unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, yeah. her bodyguards went up to a woman who worked for the BBC and said, or who used to work for the BBC and said, you need to not take pictures of Meghan Markle. And she was like, I didn't even know Meghan Markle was here. I'm taking a picture of Serena Williams because I'm at Wimbledon yeah. watching Serena Williams. And then he looked kind of embarrassed. And then you can see a photo of this bodyguard going up to a guy who's taking a selfie and saying, please don't take pictures of Meghan Markle. Well, the problem is the guy is taking a selfie and his back is to the tennis court. 
you can see on his phone uh-huh. that he's clearly not taking a photo of, of Meghan her. Markle. Mm-hmm. He's taking a selfie of himself with the tennis court in the back. Meghan Markle just happens to be in front of the camera. Mm. Oh, for goodness sake. Hmm. It's really... Girl, get over strange. yourself. Yeah. I know. <laughs> People are not happy about this. Uh, Ariana Grande opening up about feeling all-consuming grief after Mac Miller's death. So she's in her Vogue cover story. She's on the cover of Vogue. She yep. was just here last night. Oh, hi, right. Ariana. I hope oh, you had a lovely evening. Hello. I think it was last night at the XL. Huh. Um, she said he was the best person ever and he didn't deserve the demons he had. I was the glue for such a long time and I found myself becoming less and less sticky. Oh, oh that's oh gosh, my heart breaks for her. That's a real relatable oh, comment. Gosh, to me. Yeah. And that is I mean, I think when you have anybody who has had a partner who has had any sort of addiction issues. And really struggled and sort of feeling like, can you be the one that they love so much that they really keep it together for? And then she says, I found myself becoming less and less sticky, which I bet her exiting that relationship was a very difficult decision for her. Absolutely. I mean, that is, yeah, that is that is quite the battle to be the person who is in love with somebody who has another love in their lives. And that is whatever their medication of choice is. Yeah, she said people don't see any of the real stuff that happens. So they're loud about what they think happened. They didn't see the years of work and fighting and trying or the love and exhaustion. Gosh, she's so young yeah. to have like the life experience that she's had. It just breaks my heart. Yeah, it's been some but stuff. kudos to her for for sharing it there you uh, go. out loud because I do think it'll help people. All right, when we come back, thank you, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. We need somebody to play the thirty second pop culture challenge six five one six four one one zero seven one thirty seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off. Holly Roberts is here. Lindsay's at the controls, and this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds. Joining us on the telephone today, Colleen. Thank you for asking, Ms. Holly. We've got Julie on the line. And what is Julie playing for? Lindsay, what is Julie playing for? Do you have any idea? I do have an idea. All right. What is They it? are playing for my talk 1071 t-shirt. Hey, Julie. Are you there? Julie. I'm here. All right. Ready. You know how this works. The timer yep. will begin after I ask you the first question. Here we go. Okay. On the Road Again is a song by what country music legend? Willa Nelson. What is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles' favorite food? Pizza. t Left Eye and Chili were the members of what band? Oh, TLC. Old Town Road is sung by which pop star? Oh, my God. I don't know that one. <gasps> Somebody. Oh, close. Billy uh, uh, Ray Cyrus and X-Pac. Okay, that's <laughs> not right, but I'm going to move on. Wimbledon is a tournament for what sport? Tennis. Okay, let's get back to that Old Town Road one. What's his name? Okay. You got the letter right. No, oh, Julie. Julie, so close. Oh, you were very, very close, but you know what? You will have an opportunity to... Oh, I'm so sorry. You'll have an opportunity okay. to play again tomorrow. We do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's the 30-second pop culture challenge. Now, the answer to the question that she was looking for was... Lil Nas X. She had the letter. She had the X. I don't know what she said, but it like you were your brain was half there, Julie. Yeah. So high almost five. though. Good could, try, E for effort. And yeah. 
moving right along. Uh, we will play it again tomorrow at 1230 because we do play that 30 second pop culture challenge every day at 1230. But now that we've uh, tied that up, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us. And Donna Valentine has come to help solve. This is called Blinded by the Item. Got some gossip here. Thank you, Donna, Yay. for joining us this afternoon to try to solve these celebrity gossip mysteries. Let's start with this first one. Listen carefully. So many big names are sitting out another season of this show because the showrunner got an increase to the budget by a factor of three, but has it worked out so he can keep more of that money uh. for himself? He wasn't going to share, so they walked. Wow. Okay, right. you already know oh, it, don't I so you? I know this one. You killed it yesterday, too, by the way. I was listening. Okay, so many big names. Uh, showrunner gets, what What was the number three? Three times. Don't, don't, don't worry about that don't one. Focus okay. on I'm just trying to think of like who's worth. Think know. about an actor who has made headlines in the past day for not rejoining a particular TV series. It's a, can I, it's a Fox series adjacent fox adjacent and it's like a it's a drama i mean i think it's kind of funny but i think it (laughs) is meant to be a drama (laughs) i am drawing a blank who Mm. Uh, it's american horror story thank you it's a ryan murphy thing it's a ryan murphy thing what's her name is not coming back you are right okay sarah paulson jeez that one hurt i'll fill in the blank for you so many big names including sarah paulson are sitting out this season of american horror story because ryan murphy the showrunner got an increase to the budget by a factor of three but ryan murphy has worked it out so that he can keep more of it for himself ryan murphy wasn't going to share so the actors are not signing up for wow. this upcoming That's ridiculous. season. Not that he doesn't have enough money already because he signed a huge deal with Netflix. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Huge deal. I thought you said a Fox show. Well, it's on FX. So Fox oh, FX. Adjacent. Yeah. Fox adjacent. Fox adjacent. Yeah. Dang it. Okay. Wow. Dude. Right. You know, it might be time for some of them to move on. Though. I agree. I think she's destined for greater things. I, do I too. don't. I think that she's limiting herself. I do too. By continuing to be his muse. Move on, Sarah yeah. Paulson. Girl, there's so much more road yeah, for you. You're so good. We're going to move on right now. Okay. Another blind item. Blinded by the item. Now, this may be new to Donna, but this is a blind item that we're going to revisit because it has now been confirmed. So please listen carefully, Colleen and Donna, to the following blind item that I believe we read last week, but has now been confirmed. This former tweener actress turned A-list adult singer is hoping that she can get some new tracks because of her siding with the new owner. She should hope so, because there aren't any women who want to work with her now. Uh So we have two people to think about in Uh this blind item. The former tweener actress turned A-list adult singer, so that's one person. Then we also have to think of the new owner. Uh-huh. Donna's uh-huh. writing new notes. New owner. Okay. Yep. Did we about- have it right when we guessed? We did. Okay. Was All this right. a Britney situation? No. No, because she's not really... Buzz for Donna. Ah. <laughs> Buzz there it is. For Donna. Okay, this former tweener okay, turned to- A-adult singer. This is fun. I love it when Holly gives the clues, and I know the answer, but I so badly want Donna to get yeah, it. Donna's so going to solve I need you to go get this. back in time okay. about a week ago. There was a okay. very big story about somebody who purchased 
a label, and mm-hmm. one artist was very upset about it. Okay. Okay. Right. So okay, okay. So who's the owner now? So the that's owner? Uh, Scooter Braun. Ding. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay. Sorry. Poor Lindsay's just very used to hitting that buzzer. Um, okay. So now think of the people who spoke out in favor of Scooter Braun. Okay. One of them being a former tweener actress who okay is all is now an artist. Okay. Yes. So wait, let me maybe just think hasn't had a new album in a couple years okay so there's ariana grande no there's demi lovato demi lovato yeah donna demi lovato remember that last week demi lovato i she supported scooter braun on i think her instagram stories or somewhere on social media but she soon deleted all of that oh it was a reply to todrick hall oh okay that's right so yeah and then soon she kind of scuttled that under the surface well Here's the reason why she was supporting Scooter Braun. According to this blind item, Demi Lovato is hoping that she can get some new tracks because of her siding with Scooter Braun, who is her new manager. Got it. Demi Lovato should hope so because there are not a lot of women or really people who want to work with her as of right now. So she needs some hot tracks to kind of reignite her career right. a yeah. little bit. Just because yeah. of her troubles? Is that what we're thinking? Yeah, I think that's kind just, of a pain in the neck. I just think she has not had a hot hit for a while. She went to rehab, or uh, went to, well, it's rehab technically, but to deal with, I think she yeah. fell back into the addiction issues and had some mental issues that she needed to kind of just yeah. quell. Right. Yeah. But then I think also on top of that, she just has not had a great big, I mean, sorry, not sorry, but like she just hasn't yeah. had a huge breakthrough. Well, what this blind item alludes to is that maybe she's not the best to work with right you know and that she is right regardless of all the other stuff going on that she is not on the songwriter side you need people on your side right right in order to to get get a hit well and then you need to be well behaved when you're on tour because then there's insurance issues with venues and things like that okay got it all right let's do another one yes Here's another blind item for you, Colleen and Donna. Try to solve this little nugget of celebrity gossip mystery. This new quote-unquote girlfriend of this host slash mogul is only playing along because yachting was getting tiring. and She would get chances for on-air hosting jobs and possibly an audition for Victoria's Secret. Okay. So don't really think about the name of the girlfriend because that's Doesn't inconsequential. So we want to think okay. about the host slash mogul who is in a new relationship. Okay. And uh, by the way, yachting, just for you know what yachting is because mm-hmm. you listen to the Colleen and Bradley show. That is correct. Yeah, good job. It's not just like going on a hoy. It's like uh, what, exchanging it's, sex? Yeah, yeah. and entertainment. Escorting. Yeah, sort yeah. of like an escort. Think of it Flirting. that way. Flirting. Okay, the new... The new girlfriend for this host slash mogul. TV yeah. host. Okay. Yep, he's a TV host. Is it is it the person I'm thinking? Is it Ryan Seacrest? Give yourself a ding, Colleen. Yes. yes. I didn't even realize he had a new lady I didn't in either. his life. He totally has a gr- new girlfriend. Headline from yesterday, page six, Ryan Seacrest's new girlfriend. I don't know if I'm saying her last name correctly. Larissa Schott. She was on America's Next Top Model at one point. So ah. filling in the blank on this blind item is that Larissa, the new girlfriend of Ryan Seacrest, is only playing along because yachting was getting tiring and Larissa wants some chances for on-air hosting jobs and she's interested perhaps in auditioning for Victoria's Secret and she maybe thinks that this is the way 
to uh, get the gig. Are you saying she's using him? <gasps> well, well, clutch your pearls, <laughs> yeah. Donna. There's a lot more to that I story. Think that there's but, a, a, a beneficial transaction happening for both for parties. both parties. Got Can it. Can I just show you though? I do have. This is just funny to me because. I like to look at paparazzi photographs that are supposed to look like they were taken when people were really caught right, off guard. But they're oh, really you posing. Mean, uh, you mean like that Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez uh, brunch oh, I experience at that over the one weekend? Yet. Oh my gosh, oh, I gotta look at that one. Oh. There is this picture of Ryan Seacrest and this Larissa whatever whatever uh, on a european vacation they're on like one of those floaty docks in the water mm-hmm. and she is fully sitting posing I, I with her never, butt up in ever, the air ever ever in my life have sat in that position <laughs> i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Nor have I kissed somebody <laughs> right. in that position. It is so clearly an audition. I want to see the the pictures that look like, like somebody's Hanging, you know, yes. like turning, and you see a fat roll and yes. food coming out of their That's mouth. How That's how you know reality. these are all You're set like, up. Right. Picking the wedge, I got a swimsuit. Uh, most people make ugly in between faces. That's right. These people don't, and they also don't have like ugly in between body. No, they don't have like, any it's issues. Just all they're always she's perfect. literally posing for a photograph. She is. She is. She's sticking her butt in the air. Yeah. Her boobs are out. It's, yeah. Yep. Nice try. Yeah. Thanks We're for playing. All right, that thank was you fun. for playing. Oh my gosh, Donna. you guys! All right. Hey, are you? Good have job. you already talked about? Um, have you already talked about Camila Cabello? And Not yet. Sean, I can't wait to hear the name you're going to come up with oh, for those we, two. Oh, we got to work on that. Oh. Yes. I'm very excited. Okay, well, we'll we'll we're gonna put that in the percolator. Okay, we may need Bradley's input because he—that's really where he excels. Yes, he does. It's his biggest gift to the show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He has so many. Uh, but yes, thank you, Donna. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for showing up. On, uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to clarify the story that was floating around yesterday about Sarah Jessica Parker. We're gonna kind of actually read the words she said so we can accurately report on it after this on my talk 107. All right, we have got to straighten out a story that was circulating yesterday involving Sarah Jessica Parker on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer is off. He'll be back later. Don't worry about him. Holly and I are here. Lindsay's yep. at the controls. Hey. And uh, yesterday, especially during our Dirt Alert, I think that was really the only time we really touched on it. Yes. We talked about this story that was circulating about Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, so the story was that Sarah Jessica Parker was uh, being the subject of inappropriate behavior by a big movie star. Now, she wasn't naming the project. She didn't want to name the project. She didn't want to name the movie star. But she said that his behavior was very inappropriate and that she actually told her agent about this and that her agent said to the filmmakers, you need to knock this off 
or else my client, Sarah Jessica Parker, is going to be leaving the set. Now, yesterday, there were various headlines from different tabloids saying that this incident happened on the set of Sex in the City. Yep. So, but then it was like, but wait, the story's not necessarily adding up that this would be happening on Sex in the City because Sarah Jessica Parker on Sex in the City, not only was she the star of the show, but she was one of the head producers of the show. It was so like, it was her project. She had the power within herself to send somebody else packing. Right. And it was many different uh, outlets that were reporting that it was Sex in the City, but she never explicitly said that in the interview, no, right? she didn't. So I think that people were reporting this not accurately, incorrectly. Yeah. And the reason why is because you can find the quotes uh, where this interview originated from. Now, this these quotes in this story all came from an interview on Fresh Air, the NPR interview show with Terry Gross. And yep. she sat down with Sarah Jessica Parker, I believe, right before the 4th of July, because SJP has divorced season three on HBO. So she's out doing press yep. for this. And they paraphrased part of the interview. Well, they transcribed some of the interview, that portion of the interview where that story was taken from so here's the story this is what sarah jessica parker says about handling working with a big movie star who is behaving inappropriately this is sjp on fresh air she said i think no matter how evolved or how modern i was i didn't feel entirely in a position no matter what my role was on set she said i didn't feel as powerful as the man who was behaving inappropriately which strikes me as just stunning out loud to say because there were plenty of occasions where it was happening And I was in a different position and I was as powerful. I mean, I had every right to say this is inappropriate. I could have felt safe in going to a superior. So think about what she just said there. Uh Sarah Jessica Parker is saying, yeah, there were times where I was in a position of powerful, a powerful position. And there were times, different times where I actually did stand up to men who were behaving inappropriately towards me. And it didn't necessarily matter whether or not I was in a position of power. They still behaved in a certain way that was unsavory. But specifically, it sounds to me like in this story, she's talking about a time where she didn't have the power in that sort of hierarchy. Right. So she never says sex in the city in this. She never says that this explicitly happened on the set. And in fact, she's dealing with a big movie star. So she goes on Sarah Jessica Parker to elaborate on this story. She said, and in fact, I will say when there was a situation with somebody that I did go to my agent because I felt I was no longer able to convey how uncomfortable this was making me, how inappropriate this was within hours. Everything had changed. This is what the agent said. He said to them, quote, if this continues, I have sent her a ticket. A one-way ticket out of this city where I was shooting doesn't name the city. Uh-huh. And she will not be returning. Huh. So what the agent said, to me, this sounds like she was on the set of a movie yep. in an undisclosed location, yep. not where she lived, and that she would be removed from the set if this behavior continued. And she would not be completing her mission as in that role. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that this speaks to me that this was not happening on the set of Sex in the City because she lives in New York City. She was in a position of power on that show. She said she was dealing with a big movie star on what sounds like was a movie set. Now, yeah. that's what we said yesterday, you and I, Colleen, yeah. talking about this story during the Dirt Alert. So when we talked about this, actually it was, yeah, during the Dirt Alert, we, you and I speculated about two older movies that she was in. Right. And two movie stars that she worked along beside. Yeah. And 
I think one of us was probably more along the right lines. Yeah. Lindsay, I'm going to ask you to roll that beautiful bean footage of our blinded by the item theme because, boy, we got a hot blind item yes. right now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we got a blind item that was published yesterday on crazydaysandnights.net that, you know, kind of confirms, Colleen, that you and I uh-huh. were going, we're sn- we were sniffing down the right trail. So here's the blind item. If you were wondering the identity of the actor that the three-named actress was describing, he is a permanent A-list, mostly movie actor. This movie was not within the past two decades. Uh-huh. So pre-Sex in the City, pre-1998, yep. 1999. Yes. Now, uh, the movie that you were drawing from, Holly, mm-hmm. was a 1992 movie. By the name of Honeymoon in Vegas. Yeah. And you had uh, pointed toward one of her co-stars. James Caan. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm seeing a lot of speculation online that that is actually who she's referring to. Is he kind of a noted smarm? Something tells me yes. Okay. That I, can, I was trying to look up James Caan creep. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Googling and I trying, was trying to get to other Google keywords. some different terms. I couldn't too. quite get it. But Colleen, you also said I said Steve Martin, which I didn't want to say. Yeah, because he is wonderful. But he was on in L.A. Story with her. Right now, I think that Steve Martin is safe only because Steve Martin is more than just a movie actor. Yes, he's, he's a comedian, a writer, Renaissance man. Yeah, so I think Steve Martin is safe. Thank God. The only other person I would point to is Nicolas Cage was also in that movie. Well, both with in her. that movie. So I mean, and both. He's a noted creeper. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, how often do you actually wash your clothes? Tell the truth. 651-641-1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.